0: Okay, I believe we're live, and we came on a couple minutes early to say hi to UCA, Bever Forden, and to Lindsey on a little bit early. CA is from northern Arizona. I am five miles from northern Arizona. Oh, so I am
1: right there. So I should have got outside and just yelled hi. Is that the city? I mean, in St. George, there's that little block. There's like a line, and the another side is northern Arizona. Is that the... Yeah is that what you're talking about straight down river road
0: yeah to the end yeah that's northern arizona right there dang
1: okay that's why the the gamblers in utah are always parked on that street because it gets to arizona and they can make their bets on that street i think Okay. okay 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 well thanks for yeah thanks for being on with us today
0: yeah, we can't rely on Kimberly for the fun banter in our heavy topics today. Where's Kimberly? She's multitasking. She's on. Oh, she doesn't have her hands available. She's multitasking. Don't oh. ask her what she's doing. Okay, I will not. Okay. And we are on the gang. Gang is here. Let's, let's get started. We're going to have a different topic today. Instead of question and answer, we're going to have question and ponder or question and speculation i don't know we'll call it q and whatever it turns out to be but let me tell you all a little bit of background of why we chose this topic some a few of you um a number of you very caring uh, individuals have asked adam and i and warned adam and i hey Jazz tra- trials coming up you're going to go through stuff again how are you preparing are you sure you're all right We really appreciate that concern. Um, And we throw that concern right back at y'all. Anyone that's listening to this, anyone that's an optimist. Because you're going to go through those trials too. I don't know how much of it you'll follow. I don't know how much of it we will follow. Um, You know, if it gets too heavy, we we probably won't follow the the day-to-day. But the point being, it's going to take an emotional toll on all of us. And I'm talking about this because Lindsay is such a good friend to us. And the other day, she warned me about a podcast that was on that had some heavy review of Lori's trial. And she said, you may not want to watch that. It goes back through pictures and heavy topics. And I've, I've said before, I was at trial when those pictures and the heavy topics came out. And so actually, Lindsay, I went back and watched that just to see how healed I am. I'm not saying I am healed, like completely healed. But here's my thought, here's my current thought on, on being healed. Being healed doesn't mean I don't get sad again when I hear that, doesn't mean I don't cry, doesn't mean I don't feel the grief. Being healed means I can move forward with it, I have, I have learned. To move forward with it and not let it get in my way of doing it anything in day-to-day life. Not and when it's such a burden that it stops you from doing everything, you're you're still processing, you're still moving forward, still trying to heal it. And I want to share, if I can figure out how to how to share my screen, I had it a few minutes ago. Um, but the post, oh heck, I can't find it now, so I'm just gonna have to. Go to it and read it. Here it is, Darlene Butler. Thank you, Darlene. Posted this today. It says, time doesn't heal your grief. It teaches you how to wear it. Okay, so... I feel good that I'm wearing the grief from the last trial and everything we found out there. And so that's why I want us to talk about as a group, as a community, in the comments i'd like to hear what you plan not how you plan to grieve what you're hoping to get out of chad's trial because we know we all over hope because we all want all of the information not, we want all of our questions answered and we know we aren't going to get them all but let's start hearing so we can talk about what questions you want answered from chad's trial Adam, I'll go first. I'll give you a shot, and then we'll look for comments along along those lines. All right. I know it's a little bit heavy topic. We'll probably throw in some pickleball along the way, and and some other light topics. But but we want to kind of prepare as a group because chess trials coming up. It's only six weeks away, unless something something else happens, which which uh, which could happen. Um, but I am hoping to get the questions answered about the um, two questions one what were the killings a ritual killing and two what chance do we have of finding everyone that was involved in any way in those killings and bringing them to the justice that this world can offer so that those are my two big big hopes out of it adam what are you hoping to get of chad's trials
1: um I guess that too. Um, and then also knowing um, you know, maybe trying to find out more about where they were they Lori and Chad were with their philosophy with and the, the people that were following them, what did that look like or who who followed them, I guess. Um and like you, like was anybody else involved with that whole process? How many people knew about the kids? How many people followed them and didn't know anything about the kids? Um, can we get those things answered? I those are those are important to me to, to be answered as well. Um, but the problem I was thinking about is like when I watch Chad's trial, if I watch or you know figure out what's going to happen in there, um, is there going to be something that I I um, speculated? that would would that happen and if it and if i if i did speculate it it actually did happen and we get the answers to that even though i feel like that's what was was going to happen how am i going to handle that Mm -hmm. Uh, my, my problem is you know there's there's days where i have really good days and there's days where i have really bad days and it's hard to figure out during the trial how to keep myself balanced i guess um like you said, being healed is is not completely being healed and you're done with it. Um, but, you know, like you said, try to move on forward, move forward with your life, trying to live a day-to-day basis without it holding you back from like um, back in the day when I couldn't get out of bed. That's holding you back. That's when you're not healed. That's when you can't, you know, you can't seem to go forward. You, can, you have a lot of issues with that. But I think uh, hopefully that trial... Um, will give us answers. And then even though I think the answers are going to, if they are the answers, I'm waiting for those to be the answers. I still don't know if that's going um, to be hard to to handle, even though I'm, not, I'm not probably expecting those answers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we don't know till we're in the, we're in the situation for that. Um, a couple comments I'll put on the screen here. Um, here's a question that's on all of our minds from Kim Nix. How did they think they would get away with this? <laughs> that is, that's such a good question.
1: And, you know, you just, if, you think, if you think about just, just one specific thing, Lori and Chad go off and they get married. Okay. They're, they're both their spouses die. Say that the police never find out that Charles was murdered and Tammy was murdered. Maybe they get away with both of those. But then Lori, worry your kids? That's going to come up. I mean, you can't just hide, you and Chad are hiding and saying the kids are other places and three months goes by and nobody sees them or hears from them. How are you getting away with that? And my answer to that is I believe that Lori and Chad thought the Lord was coming before that the end of the world was coming because they were all in on the end of the world type of stuff. Maybe they convinced themselves or Chad's like, you know, this is a date that's going to happen. We don't have to worry about anything else. People, the world's going to be in such corruption. There's going to be a huge earthquake, and there's going to be this. It's going to be chaos, and no one's going to be able to, you know, think about where the kids are. It won't be like living normal. That's in my mind. That's what I think that they thought.
0: Yeah, in their deranged alternative reason. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if we get some more information on that one, Kim. When uh, when the time comes. let's see um in fact this is this is one for the merch store and yes kimberly and and um Lindsay are all over this one kathy kathy somerville asked hey adam have you thought about making and selling bracelets i think the merch store is on that one that was one of their first first ideas
1: so i got bracelets i, I wear bracelets all the time this one is uh is uh Tylee and JJ's bracelet. I don't know if you could see it, but uh anyways. And then these are my pickleball bracelets. <laughs> so I, I like wearing these these rubber bracelets. I mean I don't know why. They just remind me when I look down on my wrist, it reminds me of of certain things. So um yeah I'm I'm a fan of I'm a I'm a fan of uh bracelets. So yeah if I got an Optimist one or if I got a silver lining podcast one, I would wear it. No doubt about it yeah and maybe for chad's trial the merch store will
0: do um you know one about about uh tammy in fact tammy's um cousin niece and yeah, yeah. Tammy's niece sat next to me in one of the trials and gave me i don't have it on right now but gave me yes i'm showing it that i don't have on i don't wear those rex is like i do not wear <laughs> we We're not no. in a we like we them, you know at appropriate settings uh one to remember tammy and i'm I'm all for that, too. So, yep, Adam is on that one. Um, here's, a, here's a nice a nice thought. Adam, I'll, I'll read it to you. You can comment if you like. From Kelly in the UK. Hey, from the UK, great Britain. I finally got my book and read it today. Yay. Takes a little longer for, for the people overseas. Yeah. Not the reading part, the getting the book. Amazing. Adam, your parts about Zach really got to me. So emotional. Please give him my love and sending prayers and strength to his healing.
1: Yeah, I got to tell you, writing that part of the book, what, I'm glad you got to feel what I was writing because I I was crying the whole time I wrote that. And then when I did the, uh, the audio book, reading that part, I literally broke down. It, and it's, it's so emotional, especially when you have kids and you love your kids so much and you don't want your kids to suffer. And seeing your kids go from being the happiest person and involved with the family and just, you know, joking around to just being crushed. It's like going from A to Z like that. And, you know, watching Zach have to go through that really tore me apart as far as and and as long as and all the other stuff on top of that Um obviously but um yeah that's so i'm glad you i'm glad you enjoyed the book uh and that part too yeah i I hope that uh the book was healing for you as it was for me writing it and you know rex feels the same way as we were writing stuff we both feel like that helped us heal we're not completely healed but it helped us on our healing path
0: and and if i could pay tribute to zach i hope he doesn't mind but um you know adam and i didn't live close to Laurie. In fact, I was trying to think, Adam, I was, if I don't think I'd lived within a thousand miles of Laurie from the time um, after I got out of college. Okay. Still see each other at family events, you know, had a lot of interaction. Zach was living with Laurie up until what, a couple days before or a week or two before Charles was killed. So Zach was fresh front front and center and he went he went through a lot and i'm glad he's doing as well as he's
1: doing you know when i was writing my my book before me and rex decided to collaborate on into a book together um i remember asking zach to write a chapter about his experience and he wrote the most incredible stuff and um i didn't i don't think he wanted me to publish it with me and rex's book but eventually hopefully one day he'll allow us or he'll share that with you because oh you want to talk about it it's amazing the way he wrote it what his feelings were what he saw what he experienced Um, and that was at a young age i think he was 18 when all this was going down
0: well is that interesting your son does that great writing uh, my daughter did the best interview I saw out of all the interviews at the trial. I thought, why am I doing interviews? <laughs> yeah. Christy should be right. doing any the interviews. hers was one. the best talking about the what the trial was doing for her to give her closure. I thought that was a beautiful. So, man, we did something right, Adam. We raised, yeah. raised pretty good kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's 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 a, he's one of the good ones.
0: Okay. Thank you for asking this question, Anna, because this was number three. I didn't want to do too many questions to start off, but it's my number three um, or related to this. Anna's question is, is there a cult offshoot still? I want to read between the lines. And my question is close to it and was maybe not too close, but I'm going to throw mine in with it. Were the killings ritualistic? Meaning... There may have been, in my mind, there may have been an occult, not cult, but occult connection to it. But I think Anna's is more along the lines of, um, are there people that were involved that are still out there believing this or possibly posing a threat to other other people? Is that the thinking, Anna? We have Anna on camera, so we can see her nodding.
1: So. Right. Um, I feel I feel like almost opposite of that. I feel like the people, like when we talked to, um, who do we interview? Uh, was it Trish or gosh, who was the last one we interviewed that was saying that she was drinking the Kool-Aid? Trish. That's... Trish. Yeah. So with that, Trish drinking some of the Kool-Aid, right? And then once things to getting a little bit wacky, a little bit crazier before knowing the kids were dead or anything like that she she was backing off more and more as she got. I'm wondering, in my mind, I feel like a normal person would, if they're following that to a certain thing and then when they find out that Lori and Chad, you know, had the kids killed and their spouses killed, once murder starts going in, then I think people like, what was I thinking? It's a wake-up call This smack him in the head like in a cartoon and all this, you know, stars go off. I feel like that would happen to them and they would just want nothing to do with it after they figured out what was i thinking but again i nothing would surprise me if there are people that are like oh well uh god chad is in prison right now but when he wants to get out he'll get out and he'll get lori out and we'll be back on our i just don't know if there's anybody like that but i mean who knows yeah we don't know so so with her and that sets
0: this thing perfectly those are answers we would like to get aren't they anna <laughs> about uh, about yeah. all of that you know and find out if there are other people who they are and how will they be held accountable you know or did they make deals so they could contribute to the um,
1: prosecution of, of the primary
0: criminals here but
1: yeah because after reading texts from several other people besides chad and Lori. You start feeling like they were drinking the kool-aid but again timeline um once the kids once the kids were found there was no more texting going on right mm-hmm. because Lori got arrested and then week well, later Lori was in prison already okay so I don't know what the timeline is before that of how many people were following them before all that happened and then when that actually did happen you know all the texts when did the text stop between when laurie obviously went to prison she wasn't texting anybody but when laurie was in prison how many texts came from like zulim or whoever like to chad like i wonder if they continued to text once Lori was arrested yeah that's interesting and we may find that out in, in in chad's trial we might we'll look forward to that you know speaking
0: strictly rumor mill now I can't say, I love that when Lauren Mathias in Hidden True Crime says, well, according to a very reliable source, because when she says that, it really is a very reliable source. She is very good at that. I am talking about the opposite. According to complete speculations that I've heard, so there's no reliability here. One, I've heard of people who think there are people who... Witnessed the killing of the children. So, in other words, it was ritualistic and other people were there. And two, when Chad, when uh, Lori got arrested, and then especially when they found the bodies, those people scattered like rats off a sinking ship. There's a mass exodus out of the area where they lived. So, I'm hoping we can get more information on that. I'm actually gonna, gonna go up to Idaho. I don't you'll probably go go with, I imagine, and do some background work on that. But I'm hoping more of that will come out during the during the trial. Yeah. So Tori, I'm putting up Tori's comment. She's a very gracious comment. Thank you, Tori. Prayers and thoughts for your entire family, especially during Chad's trial and Lori's. And I put it up there so I could say right back at you, Tori. I don't think our family are the only people that are affected by this that need prayers and that will need healing. I think anyone's senses and sensibility are offended by this evil, by what happened. And when we're offended by something evil, we need to process it and get, get through it. We all need some Type of healing. Now, some people, as they have pointed out to us, are just listening out of interest, out of morbid curiosity, and getting details. That that is fine. Everyone's has their own motivation. But for the people that are offended, and I, I think with this optimist group, I think if something offends one of us, it's going to be offensive to everyone because we're of the same. I don't know what the right. Connecting word is the same spirit, the same milk, the same yeah well, you know we we have a lot of similarities, and so thoughts and prayers with everyone as we as we get ready and go through this story, but thank you for that that thought and Victoria's going to be there she's going to chad's trial as much as she can more power to you and Adam. You and I haven't talked about this. But I don't mind talking to you in front of our friends here. Um, why haven't we had, tried to get Justin Lum or Nate Eaton on the podcast?
1: Well, we we can. I mean, are we I thought we tried to get uh, Nate on, and he. I don't think his boss let. Oh no, that was no, that was, yeah, that
0: was to write it forward for the book. I'm going to ask him. No. just because I would like to hear from them. You know, they had to go through the same emotional cesspool that the rest of us did. Probably even more, they paid more attention. They dedicated life energy to it, sacrifice from family members, their or their normal life. How did they cope with it? How did they deal with it? I'd like, I'd like to hear that. So, so I'll ask them this this time yeah. if if they'd like to come on.
1: Yeah, I think people people mention to me all the time. They're like. Your son did the most incredible interview with Justin Lunn. Yeah, uh, and so they—they, they, you know—and you and I have been on his show a couple of times, or interviewed with him as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Justin says that too. He loved his interview with Zach. Yeah, I don't know. If he's ever said that about his interview with us.
1: Yeah, I've never heard that either. It's like, <laughs> oh well, you guys are okay, but Zach really—he's just as it as it should be.
0: <laughs> okay anna's really serious about this adam okay she wants to know about portaling to a pickleball match would what you, you have a hook be? up there since you're Lori's brother and you do pickleball do you have any kind of connection that will bring those two
1: together that'd be great though port like li- literally i was kind of jealous when laurie and chad had a portal um because i was like how do I get one of those? I want, I want to walk into my closet and just show up somewhere and just come right back to your closet when you're ready. Just get into the same delusional alternative universe they're in. And- I know this. My schedule and my time, would. I would have a lot more time on my schedule if I could just be like, okay, I'm going to be here now. Walk into the portal, then go right to the pickleball court.
0: Well, the trouble is you're talking about living in the real world where you have oh. to shoot for your job. Oh. It's not going to happen through the portal. Gotcha. Your your pretend fantasy may put you on a pickleball court, <laughs> but you're
1: wanting to be there and learn. I actually have to play. I can't just like... It's yeah. like that jet, the Jetsons. You ever see that cartoon with George Jetson, the dad? Um, he has a new workout and he just dreams it. He looks up on the screen and the screen is him working out and he's laying in bed. He goes, oh, that's a great workout. <laughs> I was like, why can't that be life? Please. Well, most of the
0: rest of the Jetsons is here, so... That's, that may be next <laughs> that's flying cars
1: are on their way yes do you see i, I have i just saw that i just saw that the Jetsons. no that flying car that just came out they called the uh it's like the name of a bug or something but if you have a hundred thousand dollars you can buy a, a, a plane that flies you around the same area that a car goes
0: i don't want to fly a plane that
1: has the same name as a bug that you can just swat out of the air but it, it go, it's a it's an airplane. You get to you get places faster. You don't have to worry about traffic or anything.
0: Yeah, but swatting it out of the air is not coming. <laughs> okay, that was my big fear out of pilot training. That's another story. Oh, I'm okay. There. I have, I like um, I like hearing your stories. So you can tell them anytime you want. Okay. Well, will uh, we'll save these other people. I'll tell you later. But uh, Lindsay, I happen to have my phone here, standing up, and Lindsay just texted to you and I. She didn't even put it in here. She said. Asked on the live, who was on the dating app, Adam? (laughs) Who's on to find out who that was? Or do you know? I have no clue. Adam, Adam, uh, he he sent a text earlier today, he said, this just happened. I'm getting off the dating apps.
1: I'm not going to be on dating apps anymore. I think I'm done with that. And one of our optimists
0: says, oh my gosh, it's Lori Vallow's brother. I, I listened to your podcast. I love it. I'm thinking that's pretty positive, Adam.
1: I just tried a dating app and i'm like i'm not doing this anymore <laughs> this <laughs> this this is not me I think i might just like yeah i was thinking about this earlier i was like you know dating it would it just seems like it's just so daunting <laughs> so much so much involved with it and my life is so busy with all the things i have going on i don't know if i can have time for that daunting but what if you ended up with someone like lisa yeah, that's the thing. It's like you obviously the reason you go through all that is to find the person that you're supposed to be with. Remember, I um, met her on uh, online. And so, when you got divorced, Rex, what was the time frame between when you got divorced, you married somebody, divorced them, and then you married, then you met uh, Lisa? But what was it? Ten years where you to find your love of your life? No, that all happened in three weeks. No, but I mean, from the time you were single to just you just know, kidding the, on
0: that. Just kidding. Um, people saying that about Mormons yeah um let's see i met
1: lisa uh, 2012
0: and all that stuff happened i met lisa
1: uh, yeah 10 years so yeah so i have to wait i've already waited three i've been divorced for three years you don't have to i've been seven more years of trying
0: to you don't have to make the the mistake second marriage you don't have to do that. You can skip oh. straight to can, I can skip one of your steps and just yeah. go right to that. Yes. Do not follow my example. Remember early on, we had a troll that kept saying, um, finally, we blocked her. One of the nine people that have been blocked the last, what, nine months we've been doing this. Yeah. And she kept saying, you shouldn't take any advice from Mormons or from divorced men. And I thought... You're you should take no advice on relationships from divorced men, especially yeah. twice divorced. So I'm mm-hmm. with her on that. Yeah. No advice from us ever. So so Adam, no, you do not have to follow your your protocols. Just the one thing to follow, find find a lease it's out
1: there. Right.
0: Okay, back
1: to the topic. <laughs> oh, real quick, before we go to the topic, I gotta bring this up. At our last uh live which rex and i were in guilt no Mason, no scottsdale so rex and i were in yeah, scottsdale i uh, mean we did a meet and greet in a live uh was it last saturday no uh, it was like three weeks ago was it that long yeah um so one of our optimists her name is Lori. we had Lori and terry that showed up and she made us uh something so i want to give her a shout out thank you Lori, for my bag I don't know i can't i don't think my pickleball will fit in my handle won't fit in there but if i go like does this look okay if i just do this if i just put it on my shoulder i don't even know what to do with the bag but as long as it matches and i don't even know if orange and blue match i guess so The the bra i'm wearing and i'm wearing purple what am i wearing at utah state i did not even know where i found this in my closet today i didn't even know i had this shirt i was like oh Anyways, back to back to thank you, uh, Lori for showing up and for uh giving us that good luck at the farmers market.
0: And thank you, Lori, for my bling bag. Similarly, mine's in the mail because I left it in Arizona to be shipped and, and oh, I had Way to go. to go. So I guess it's only two weeks
1: ago. Way to go. That's what I thought. It wasn't that it wasn't three weeks ago, but of course, it wasn't last week either. Yeah, I think it actually was last week.
0: I knew it. I knew it. I hate when I write and you talk me out of me being yeah. right. Yeah, I think it, I, I think you were. So, thank you, Laurie. Anyway, for both for both those Thanks. things. Okay, so putting uh, Gina back up here. Gina Henderson says some what she wants is some sort of accountability from Chad would be nice, but I'm certain will be doubtful. With you 100 percent on that, Gina. Wouldn't it be great if someone in that group took responsibility, but uh, that's not thats not what people like them do. People with their mental illness and not even a mental illness, I don't know of narcissisms and mental illness, but he, that's just a characteristic of a narcissist. You don't even have to be severely mentally ill to not take responsibility. In fact, it's kind of unfortunately, it's a little bit of human nature. We tend Most people tend not to take accountability. Adam, prepare for it. Coming up for an ad for your program. Most most people do not take accountability. Adam, how can we overcome that? Okay, here's
1: what we do. We have a plan. We have to be accountable for what we're doing. You want to lose weight. You want to do something that you never thought you could do. You want the job you want, whatever it is in your life. Um, as long as you have somebody that holds you accountable, you can do it easier than you can by just holding yourself accountable. When you add somebody to that list, um, it becomes like one of these things where um, it just enhances it and helps you and, and keeps you on on track of doing what you're going to do. And yes, coming up soon, I am starting a new venture where I will be, uh, it's weird to say, coaching and helping people be accountable for what they uh, are pr- promising to do for themselves
0: and rachel calls that peer accountability that's kind of nicely thinking of being accountable to a peer as a yes yeah. i like it's that connotation for a lot of people <laughs> yeah so yeah doubtful that will that chad will be part of that program
1: no he, uh, he won't be joining
0: and the people that are on our patreon account we aren't ready to talk about it yet but the some of the early people probably get discounts on that oh that'd be great okay curly grandma says not my grandma obviously i think this might be my first live regarding chad's trial. well welcome curly thank you for joining us live on a sunday afternoon regarding chad's trial will he throw her under the bus and if he does will we ever know her reaction i think if we took a poll would have probably 90 percent say yes he'll throw her under the bus and i wouldn't be surprised we don't know curly of course so we're speculating This is a question and speculate so we're speculating i don't think she'll even blink you know i think she should think yeah this is all part of it or maybe she'll just
1: think whatever but uh
0: i don't think it would phase her if
1: i think i think maybe if depending on what he says maybe give a reaction out of her or maybe her question herself or question what they you know think is going to happen maybe depending on what he says and what he does but like rex yes we know it. That's the her question. Yeah, that's the question. Is like we're not going to be in jail, so we're not going to understand or you know what she's what she's thinking, and she's never going to say anything coherent. Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: And Katie did. I would like to find out what role he played in Charles's death and Brandon's attempted at murder. Was he behind the scenes calling the shots? That would be good to know. I know that um, the prosecution felt, at least what they expressed, they said they don't have enough evidence to bring that charge, to bring the conspiracy charge against Chad. That's why you're only seeing it against Lori.
1: But yes, was he involved in it? Yes, definitely. There's been texts between Lori and Chad about charles and why he's still alive and all these things that chad will well you know he's gonna die in a car wreck and he's you know just just weird stuff that he was putting in laurie's brain as well um so i know that you know he's definitely had something to do with it and i'm sure laurie pressured once once uh laurie and alex you know killed charles and then laurie wanted him to kill his wife as like he said he was going to or she was supposed to die chad was like oh she's gonna die soon you of know, with natural causes or whatever it was and she wasn't dying and then i think wasn't there a text or something Lori's like well you need to take your part or do your part or whatever it was i'm sure they were it was going back and forth
0: yeah you know i have uh, there's a lot of energy around who was the leader was it Lori or was it charles i just chad Ch- chad thank you we know charles was not the leader of that group. not the leader of that no um i i go with the idea that these are just two warped evil people conspiring in my mind it doesn't even matter who's who,
1: who's the, who it doesn't matter if, if there is a leader Trump. or not yeah I they're both they're both on there. the same they're both on the same road that's the both point. evil both accountable yeah yeah. So, um,
0: but even with that, we don't know. So Adam, this is for you from Victoria, did Chad make your brother do it or did he help? What do you think? Speculating now, it would be nice to find out, but
1: what do you well, think? Well, I, I don't know. I know that at some point, Chad had a huge, um, what's the word I'm looking for? influence on Alex. Chad, Alex gravitated to Chad. Chad gave him several blessings, told him he was an angel from another life. Like he gave him all this stuff. And so Alex just, he bought in. I don't know how he bought in, but he bought in. And because he bought in, um, I, you know, I'm sure whatever Chad said, this this needs to happen. Alex is okay. Let's get this done. I, I In my mind, that's how I feel like it went.
0: All right. Some good insight here from Kimberly. I don't know how she got her hands free because she was multitasking, but she did like this. Said, I think given that the death penalty is still on the table, his defense will be forced to lean into incriminating Lori for the first time. This is here where we will see the cracks start. Good insights, Kimberly.
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely a huge possibility of happening. Mm-hmm. Good
0: deal. Oh, and here's... You know, I told you Lindsay texted this and talked about, okay, that you on the dating side. Yeah. Apparently she was kidding and I wasn't supposed to bring that up. So So now I'm in trouble.
1: (laughs) So at least I'm not in trouble. Usually I'm the one that talks and shouldn't say what I'm saying or whatever. Nice comment, Kim
0: Young. Thank you. Hello, new to this case. I've lost you both some. You are funny together. We don't know if that's funny, ha or funny strange, but we
1: appreciate we take it as positive anyway, Kim. We're, we're gonna anytime you're trying to diss us, we're gonna think, oh, that's a great compliment. Thank you. Yeah. We have no idea we're getting clowned. Okay. Kathy has this we are aching to
0: tell you the audio book is out. We were hoping to hear about it last Wednesday. Kathy asks, is the audio book out yet? E- e-
1: e- no maybe <laughs> tomorrow Hi. it's it's close we, we've we done everything so now it's just a matter of just getting it where it needs to be and, and having yeah. it all done so yeah we're getting close
0: it's the release process that's out of you know human hands apparently is, is how that works but we've done our work Aiden's done his work Aiden Harris, Jane's son is has uh, done a lot of work on the audio we appreciate that and we haven't shouted out Jane for a while. We still love every, all the work she's done. Um, stay tuned for some
1: exciting ideas from her
0: in the not-too-distant.
1: Oh, our, our publishers team has been fantastic. Yeah. Trying to handle all the crazy stuff that happened with the, with the book that got sent out, um, the audio book, which you had to do with Rex and I, trying to read and cry at the same time, trying to get that thing done. They done an inc- they've done an incredible job. And then I was supposed to write something for a month, and I didn't write the answers to some questions. I did that this weekend. So hopefully um, they got all that.
0: Uh, Shout out to Lisa. Texted in. Said she's watching. Thank you, babe. Where's she at? She's in Michigan. Went up to visit her son. Oh, nice.
1: I didn't know you were writing solo. Yep. Just me and... uh, I didn't get the invite to come. (laughs) Well, I didn't have a party. (laughs) Oh, never mind then let's see
0: um adam Tori wants to know makes me wonder if zach will be part of Lori's trial down in arizona
1: you know so my m- mom or somebody asked me have the prosecutors reached out to zach uh, i talked to zach today um and he didn't mention it so i'm sure if they reached out to him he would mention it to me he's worried about doing it he doesn't want to do it I'm worried about doing it. I don't want to do it. Uh, We know that at some point, if we have to, we're going to do it. Um, So, and I don't know, Lori's trial now, somebody posted on our our Facebook page uh, in our community that Lori's trial should be starting, I think, August 1st. And so I would think that the prosecutors would be reaching out to whoever they're going to be using and so but they, that has not happened so don't know
0: okay and these questions probably all went in at the same time went in the queue because a couple couple people were asking if we think chad's defense will make this all about lori and alex and throwing lori under the bus so so uh you know we just just talked about that and yeah. yes that's very very feasible okay um Kate Watts, hello from Ontario, Canada. Just came on, Loved the podcast. Thank you, Kate.
1: Thanks I played against you. I played against two guys from Canada in pickleball this week. And they were good. I didn't know pickleball is so good in uh, Canada. Those guys were really good. Yeah. So I mean, you. I won, <laughs> but we won. We won were so good. Well, of course, I beat them. Well, well we, we lost. We lost the first two games and then won the next three. So we won the best three out of five. So yes, we won, but barely.
0: Okay. Back to a trial type question. Uh, Joy asked, Joy, who got her book finally, probably the longest wait in all of, uh, all of community done, <laughs> our community with yeah. Joy. Uh, she said, do you think the items will get Chad convicted? Are you referring to the items they took the pickaxe out of the um, tool shed? Or what items are you referring to? But I can say, I think there will be a mountain of physical evidence, and then an overwhelming mountain range of circumstantial evidence that will get him convicted. I don't think it'll just be any one thing, like the like the pickaxe or, um,
1: yeah. I think there's just an overwhelming amount i'm sure i'm sure the fbi collected a bunch of stuff in his backyard where they dug up the kids in his uh, on his computer i'm sure they have i'm sure they have a ton of stuff circumstantial and hard and
0: follow up from joy on that what's your high score in pickleball my high
1: score I mean, what is it? I don't know what that means. Something to nothing over three three matches. Oh well, if you pickle somebody, that means you win eleven zero. And yes, I've pickled somebody.
0: Have you pickled them a whole series, like three out of three
1: or two out of three, however that works? Yes, and I got yelled at because we beat these. Because it was your mother. <laughs> no, <laughs> some guys like you shouldn't. You should at least let them score one point. We won two games, eleven zero, eleven zero. You go. That's just mean. I was like, we're in a tournament. You're trying to win every point. Anything can happen. <laughs> the guy yelled at me. He was like, you should have just let him win at least one point. And I was like, well, they have to win the point, don't they? I don't know. So Adam is ruthless is what he's said. Sorry, I have the eye of the tiger. I'm out to win. He, but he's very polite on the pickleball court. Thank you, Ratch. You you witnessed that.
0: Yeah, yeah, very polite. But, yeah, you're all about just smashing them into <laughs> And Tori has a Pickleball follow-up asking if you can explain the kitchen. She knows, but others might not know. Can you explain what the kitchen is
1: in Pickleball? Well, it's different. You know, ping pong and tennis, people say, well, Pickleball is a lot like that. The thing that separates tennis from uh, Pickleball is the kitchen, where you can't get close to the net and smash it. You have to stay outside the kitchen, which is, I don't even know how many feet it is, four feet. And so then... It just keeps you away from smashing balls. You have to learn how to do more technique and more uh, finesse and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's the kitchen in in a nutshell.
0: Okay. Back to the case. Here's an idea from Tammy Morgan. She said, I would love to see the survivors of the Lori Chad serial killings do a book. Colby, Zach, Melanie, you, Adam, parents, Summer, Brandon, each can have a chapter. Wouldn't that be an interesting read?
1: It would be every chapter would be completely different, but it I would be different. so different. Yeah, so different. Some which would make
0: it very interesting. It would be a great book. No doubt about it. Yep. I'm with you on that.
1: Sammy. Great idea. Now, if you can just convince everybody to do okay. that, good luck, good with, luck that. with that one.
0: And um, speaking of tragedies, Lee Roth is with us. Finally catching a live from Israel, sending much love to you all and right back at you, Lee Roth. Am I saying, is it Lee or Leah? But anyway, right back at you to a place of turmoil whether you're in the battle zone or not. What a tough situation to be in over there all the time, but especially during a war. So our wildest prayers to you too.
1: I I, sometimes I watch this Michael Rappaport. He comes on TikTok and he's in Israel right now and he's just going off on just how crazy some of the stuff is. And it seems like there's a lot going on there. So yeah, stay safe.
0: Another question from Anna and our moderator and Missy Holden, both of them. It takes two. And thank you very much for moderating for us. Anna asks, "Do you believe that the mental illness, religious hysteria, or power, were the heart of the crimes?" Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I have a different different take on that. I think the heart of the crime was evil, and the religious hysteria, the mental illness, and the lust for power, the greed, were all influences. Okay? So, but those are outside influences. Evil is the decision you make inside. That's what I believe is a heart. It was evil inside of them with all of these things being outside influences is my belief there.
1: Yeah.
0: A serious one. So, let's get back to, uh, um, did you two watch the Super Bowl? Only game only game I watched in its entirety all all season because we went to a
1: party at some crit's house. You didn't leave big even though it was double overtime?
0: I didn't leave. I loved it. I loved seeing a good game. I I like both teams, so
1: I was rooting I wanted Purdy to win, because uh, yeah. he's from Gilbert, Arizona. We great, Yeah, and had and great story. Yeah, he's got a really good story. He he's a religious kid. He's super nice. Um He's an underdog. I love underdog stories, so I, I was rooting for him. He played great. They played a good game. Really, in that game, the two, the two things that really killed that game was the special teams. The punk, the punk hit that guy's leg, turned into a fumble. They recovered. Otherwise, I think they win the game. Think and the extra point got blocked. Those two things were the big things. But great game. Yeah, Super Bowl is great.
0: And uh, back to pickleball from Chena. Different topic, but I had my first pickleball class yesterday. Yes. All right. It was fun. She thought this would be a good place to share that. You are in pickleball-friendly territory,
1: Shayna, What's what's great about what I do for a living is I teach brand new people who have never even picked up a paddle to people who have been playing for years and years and years and d- develop bad habits that I, it's my job to get the bad habits out of them which is uh, a challenge all in itself. But all levels of pickleball. You could just go out there with your friends and have a great time, or you could be super competitive and play tournaments. It goes from A to Z, but it's such a, a fun and addictive sport.
0: Mm-hmm. Very good. So, Adam, this is from Kelly. All right. Do you think going to Chaz or Lori's trial will help you with your healing? And let me, let me throw this in, if you don't mind, Kelly, that's not imposing. Not going to Lori's trial as a witness i mean as a to testify but if you attended the trial i hope that's the correct context
1: i don't i i i think it would do more damage to me to be there than it would me not being there i think it would not help me it would help me heal less i think if i was at chad's trial um laurie's trial i might have to be there to testify but just going and sitting, I, I I have no interest in doing any of that. My, I don't think I can take it. To be honest with you,
0: it can get heavy.
1: Definitely, yeah, I I don't think I'm I don't think I'm there that I can do that.
0: And so that's that's our pass along. We aren't advising you, trying to tell anyone what to do, but use your conscience and do what's best for your mental health in all of this. You know, the whole reason we brought up this topic was for all of us to start preparing what we need to prepare individually, we're all different. Adam and I are different, we're all different in what we need to do to make this... um, It's going to be emotional even if you try to stay away from it but to make it um, personally for you to make it through it and... Get what you need out of the trial. We're hoping this helps you put in your mind, okay, what do I want out of this trial? What do I need? Where do I have to not get involved? I shared with you uh, the last time Lisa and I, um, well, until I went to the trial, stayed completely away of how the children were killed because we just didn't feel we could handle that. Well, I was put in the situation, found out, Lisa subsequently found out we had to deal with it and of course now we're on the other end of that we feel and not saying we're glad we went through it by any stretch but we did make it through that but we were wise I think to follow our own feelings in and following those feelings I still haven't seen that movie that I want to see just because in my mind it's now associated with the same timing as Finding out how the children died, the movie um, Sounds of Freedom. Just because in my mind, not in anyone else's mind, in my mind is tied to it and that makes it too heavy, it kind of tips the scales. Do what you need to do as this trial and any other trial you are dealing with in your individual lives, we know now in this community, virtually everyone is dealing with heavy, heavy stuff in their lives, in their family, follow your own guidance to do what is healthy for you. Sorry, I had to get off. You
1: you know, But you know, like I started thinking about that, what we don't know about us and how we're gonna handle stuff. Like uh, me and my son went to go see that movie, The Iron Claw, I mentioned this on another podcast. And it was like, it was about their family being cursed. And we looked at each other and we're like, is our family cursed kind of stuff. And so like, you just don't know what, what you're going to see and what's going to trigger. Like there were several times I wanted to leave that movie. I could imagine sitting in Chad's trial. I would just be a disaster. I just know for me, that's not a place I want to be.
0: Good call. So they shouldn't be there. Um, let me pass this on and a tribute to all the optimists that have donated and provided books to other people. Um, Judy asked, she wanted to know if we got her email about the booking donated. Judy, we got a comment on YouTube. I believe it was i don't I don't say now Lindsay's in charge of this. Lindsay does a great job with this. Um, if you would email again, andada at gmail.com with your address. Tell us if you want a book
1: um like Kindle yeah,
0: or even an audio. They're coming out. We don't know when those will be out, so um, give us your first and second choice on that. If you would, but include your address. So if it is a book, we'll we'll know where to send it. Okay, trying to we only have a few minutes left, trying to get to as many questions as we can. Um any other questions? We have five still lined up. Anything else? From Kathy Somerville. Adam, death is so tough. I do by you.
1: Lay in bed at night and just yeah. think about them. Yeah,
0: and how life and how it should be now. I do, I'm not sure that I read that first word right. I okay. do that with my two sisters, and the tears flow. Yeah, it is. It's it's heavy stuff we're talking about. Really heavy, and affects all of us um, very
1: individually. Yeah, I had a bad day the last couple of days, um, and just like there's some days that are just still bad. Um, but for the most part, every day has been okay. But there's just sometimes they're just bad days. Things just come up, trigger memories, different things. Yeah.
0: Hey, Angela Henley said, I got through listening to Visions of Glory. I think Lori's statement was taken right from that book. It was crazy. I kept yelling at the recorder.
1: <laughs> what's, what's weird about that whole thing is I never read that book, but I know Lori was talking about it all the time, trying to get everybody – oh, you got to read this book. It's the greatest book of the world. So Lori's all in on that book. And I, apparently a lot of other people have been all in on that book. Um, so that makes complete sense to me that Lori would take something out of that book and keep rehearsing it and re- reciting it. So yeah. Thanks, Angela.
0: And Angela, um, I don't think I've shared this completely. I, I shared that back in 1990 or 90-ish, there's a group That uh, similar kind of preppers, fringe religious, some of them from the the LDS church, some not. But a couple of my friends got involved in that and so they were sending me tapes and I'd like to openly discuss it with them. I didn't sip any of the Kool-Aid but I'd like to hear about it. Well, the books they're listening to, the near-death experiences, as soon as I found out that's what Lori was into when Charles sent the email to family members trying to get help, I saw it, I said, good grief, that's what she's into. And I started looking, I, when I looked at a couple of Chad's books, he was just plagiarizing books that were being used at the time. He, he's not creative. I couldn't write read any of his stuff because one, it brought me back to that and the friends had a tough time during that. It wasn't anything like this. There are no murders I'm aware of from back then, but I tie the two together because it's the same old crap that has been going on the last two thousand years since Christ ascended into heaven and said, and two angels said, "Hey, he's going to come again." That's from the Bible. So in Christianity, even back then there were preppers, and uh, before that was people preparing for Christ to come, and there were religious fringes. So. Um, that is heavy stuff and Visions of Glory is just fueling that. So we have a text here from Kresha, and um, I've listened to Cresha's uh, Kresha's podcast, uh, Difficult Research. She had Kay and Larry on, Cresha's cage daughter and so that was enjoyable watching her and she said, hey there, young chaps, I don't know who she's calling young, I <laughs> think we're both like- I, I don't care, I like that she called us young. hey there young chats good to see you guys I just got here beginning getting ready for her live stream and if you just want to say hi and thanks again for the support hashtag love always wins love that hashtag and so you heard it, crush is gonna be doing a live difficult research with cult capitalized on it so thanks for checking in crush good good to hear from you and thanks for doing that podcast with with Kay and Larry we just, well, we can't say enough about them and the burden they carried through this through this whole thing. Um, let's see, we have time for a couple more questions. Uh, from Tammy Morgan, is Lori's trial for Charles a death penalty case? I have not heard that it is yet. I think it still could turn into one, but I have not heard that it is. No, I don't even know if it still could turn into one, because that's a whole different preparation. So if it is, we are not going to see it start in
1: August or any other time in 2024. I think it's going to be a bunch of licenses all stacked up on each other. Okay.
0: Okay, I get a pickleball question before he quit. From Irish McClass, can an older lady learn pickleball? I've been working
1: out for a couple of years and lost 70 pounds since last year. I feel great. First of all, congratulations on your weight yes. loss. Uh, there was one point in my life where I lost 62 pounds and I went to bed starving every day. I know what it's like. I know the sacrifice it takes to lose weight. Oh my gosh. Congratulations on that. And yes, a lot of my classes are older women who are really competitive in pickleball. They, they want to they wanna get good. Uh, so yes, definitely pickleball is something. It's good for your cardiovascular. You don't have to do a lot of movement. Um, so yes, definitely uh, try to, to find somebody to teach it to you and then uh, you, you'll, you'll enjoy playing it. Of course, you're rich. Fly at a man. Yeah. You want me to be your personal trainer? there's a price to everything <laughs> from triple
0: q do you know if the cult group that Lori and chad belong to is still operating we don't even i don't even know adam you might have a different answer i don't even know how to define the group in my mind to this point and i have suspicions that extended front but it was chad Lori, alex zulema the people that were around them that we know about okay And that's loosely fitting a definition of a cult. Did they belong to something bigger? Possibly. Okay, I just don't know what it is. So is the cult still operating? Well, not the one where Chad and Lori are in charge, but maybe those people are out there. Maybe it is operating. Maybe they're communicating in prison. Things are happening. I don't think so these are stupid people we're talking about i don't think they're intelligent people and i don't think they um have pulled that off
1: yeah
0: and i know stupid is is a rough word to use to describe someone dog look what they did
1: yeah so um how dare you rex yeah (laughs) all right that's you, right you, you keep that potty mouth quiet Don't <laughs> you say the word stupid i know that's
0: rough my i'll hear from i'll hear about it from my your grandkids kids. your grandkids not your kids your grandkids you can't say stupid stupid's a bad word oh sorry. Yeah. I mean, my kids are in their 30s and 40s they'll rail on me you Just, said that not to you said it. the s word
1: what stupid yeah yeah we've been through that okay adam you get the last word for this line All right. Um, last word. Um, thank you for, uh, everybody for doing what you're doing. Um, congratulations on all of us being alive today. I love this. Um, taking every day, day by day, um, for the people on our Facebook, uh, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, make sure you try to join that if you want some real positive things in your life. Um, there, I've, I've read several positive things on a daily basis on that uh, Facebook group. It's amazing. Um, so use that and uh, just be kind to everybody. Try to love everybody. Be patient, which is my big thing. I'm saying that because this is what I need to work on is being patient. Um, and I think that's it. This Tuesday, do we have a podcast with uh, the other side, What our videos that we did? or are we doing something different
0: do you want to confess to everyone that we don't know what we're doing again well, haven't we done that enough
1: no but i thought we were going to, we had him on and now we're doing the we're yeah, a, yeah that's the plan okay good so let's talk
0: when you can i know it's not today you've got to tuesday, run out tuesday we can get together thanks for being with us y'all all right